Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna, and hello, everyone who's listening in today. Glad you could join us. And we will talk about competitive strategies for your small business. We're looking at the outside, uh, that, that how do we strategize to grow our business from an outside perspective, where in the previous podcast, if you listened, we were talking about how you grow your business in terms of your inside foundation, your parts that you need. So here we are. And I hope that we don't scare you using the strategy because, you know, like when we talk about small business, uh, sometimes business owners, what kind of strategy do I need? But what we want to bring it down um, and explain to you that there is a certain strategy, strategies, even if you're a small business owner, you should be aware and you should probably focus. And that's what we will talk about today. Because there is a three, there is three competitive strategies right now. In fact, Michael Porter has put them uh, on the radar of every economist and every business uh, owner. They are cost leadership, differentiation, and niche, or also known as a focus strategy. And we're going to start today with just that term differentiation or different, uh, which is a good way of thinking how. How can I uh, make my business different from those other firms with whom I compete for customers that, that can do the same thing I do or something very, very close? And we'll come back to talk about that as a piece. But how do we set ourselves apart? I'm thinking, for example, my grandmother had wonderful recipes. So I want to go out and I'm going to open a restaurant and use her recipes to go into business. The challenge for me will be uh, whether enough people say those meals that Mike, Sir Michael serves in his restaurant are so good. I want to go there once a week and there's no other place I want to go. Why wouldn't that be a wonderful wish for a restaurant? Actually, we know that restaurants have a fairly short lifespan because it's tough to differentiate yourself from other restaurants. And even if you do, it's tough to keep that going as something that they are interested in for more than three to four years before somebody else comes along and offers a different flavor, and everybody goes to that restaurant and you lose your business. So differentiation, this is the sense of being different from somebody else. You have to work at that. What makes you different? Yes, because uh, what happened is the customer should perceive you as a better and even superior than your competitors. That's why they will be paying the price. And in fact, Michael, if you think that I know that you talk about your grandma's recipe, but you know, you may be an upscale restaurant. So you have different uh, differentiator. And, and what Michael right now proposed and what he was reviewing is um, restaurants. You have a lot of competition in the restaurant industry. And, and, and some can charge very little and come in at a low cost. And you see them right away. If you're thinking of where I am, it's McDonald's and Burger King and uh, all the other fast food restaurants. They're, they're a different strategy we'll talk about in a little bit. There's not much differentiation there, but that high-end high restaurant Anna's talking about, you're paying for the quality of the food. 
That is, you're having, you're having to think about there's a value to my having this good meal tonight. And when we talk about differentiation, not only the part that you're different in your recipe or restaurant is different, but you have to also approach and market differently because you have a different targeted market, different customers you would like to reach. So when you're designing your marketing strategy, you have to make sure that you consider that. How do you reach them and where are they? In fact, Anna likes to talk about customer profiling, which I think is a very smart way to look at it. How do we profile that customer we want to reach? Where will they hear our message? Uh, so that's a, a big marketing challenge. I think differentiation also is really talking about something you've probably heard before called value proposition. But I'm going to change the way you look at it a little bit. You're offering a value to that customer. I will pay more for food if it's really good. Or if I want to go out for an anniversary dinner, I want a really nice dinner, then I'll go to a, a higher cost restaurant to show how much I care. Um, but the value isn't put on it by you, the, the person doing the cooking of the food. It's put on it by the customer. So it's really the customer's value proposition. So what's the value that you're offering to a customer that they're willing to pay because you're that special relative to their other choices? And just because, Michael, we have to remind everyone also that the customers are not only interested in prices. They can pay more, like Michael said, if you deliver better value. And they convince that you deliver better value or you perceive that you're delivering better value. I mean, the, the example with Apple is... Uh, Everyone knows Apple and everyone will pay more to have Apple products because the quality they perceive that it's better. Mm -hmm. and, and there are those who even want to be known for using Apple products. That's why the Apple puts the big Apple on all their products. And, you know, I, I think of the number of people who have very large phones and it says clearly in, in, in Apple and uh, in, in iPhone, not only because it's good, but it's a point of prestige. They've yes. created that brand presence as a form of differentiation. So I'm an Apple user. Yes. Of. So you have to make sure that you understand um, your markets and how do you differentiate? Mm -hmm. Because after a while, if you do not differentiate, you will not be able to sustain. Or you may be able to, to get... Um, or to have a different strategy. Michael, what is the difference between, between differentiation and niche? Because there is a difference between being a niche player on the market. Yes. I think if we're, we're talking to you from Green Bay, Wisconsin. We have uh, lots of restaurants, but we've also had some new immigrants come into our community to settle and, and build a life. And we'll, what we see often is that they open restaurants to serve their own uh, population group that's joining them there. So there was a period when we had a Somali restaurant. We have a number of Hispanic restaurants or Latinx restaurants. Um, we, we need an Asian restaurant for some of our Asian uh, friends that are here. Uh, that's, that's a niche. That's serving a, a specific community of people initially who want that kind of food. That's what they know and love. So that's a niche. Uh, a niche is a, tar a very specific piece of the market, a, a small group of people 
who can't get what they want except from what you would offer. So you create a niche business to serve them. Uh, I, I used to do a lot of strategic planning. Boy, do I wish that I was the only person doing strategic planning uh, only for a little while. However, I did a lot of strategic plans for nonprofits. That was a niche. And I found a lot of business there that nobody else was doing. So I was in a niche business. And you probably have examples on it. I just wanted to add that a lot of large businesses now you see started as the niche players. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is when you're a niche player, you don't have a lot of competition uh, and you start um, developing your product better and you modify it to make sure that it's suited better. Tesla started as a niche player. They were very focused only on uh, people who like um, high, you know, like um, sports car. They're concerned about the environment. It was a very small sector of people but little by little they start developing their um that, that piece of the market the that piece of the market exactly and and their technology to the point that right now the new teslas are pretty much will be uh, accessible for everyone but that's why it is important you may start as a niche play and focus on that until you prove your concept and start growing from that. It's very important, especially for small business owners. That's why we are bringing it. It's it's a little bit your differentiator, but a little bit different. You serve a, a, a very specific part of the, the marketplace. Eventually, somebody will come and compete with you. You have to be aware of who may try to take some of that market from you. Generally, we know that you'll hold most of that share of that market until things grow some more. Uh, then there's that one other strategy we got to touch on before we close today. And I think for all of us as small businesses, it's the toughest of the strategies we can talk about. It's the low, being the lowest cost provider of a product or a service. The challenge of that, I think, is that we're, if you will, it's a strange term, but we're running to the bottom of the market. That is, we're trying to find the people who don't care about the little fancy attributes or features as we've talked in the past they just want the least the least cost the lowest price they can get that's good and maybe you've been in the market in the business long enough you can produce a a low cost inexpensive product but you're going to be joined by lots of others and the one who's going to win is the firm that's the most efficient and the most able to stay at the bottom and and eventually there's usually only one winner it's rare that two or three firms can match each other at the lowest cost. It happens, but it's it's a challenge, especially in the small business world. But that this particular strategy, Michael, I think does not pertain too much for small business owners, because uh, small business owners we are so dependent on suppliers. We don't have huge quantity to make sure that our suppliers will give us preferential cost to purchase yeah. uh, the materials. Uh, we have, you know, like the labor cost, all these things added. So that's why, as you can hear today, we were talking about differentiation strategy and niche strategy. We do think that if you focus on these two market strategies, you'll be better positioned to grow because that's what we want you to do, to grow externally. And we've talked about internal growth on our previous podcast. And I hope you'll think all the time as you develop your firm, what are other ways in which we can separate ourselves from others who are competing with us? 
What do we do to continue to make ourselves different in the sense that we offer more value to our customers than anybody else? Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.